Welcome to The Entrepreneurial Lawyer, How to Grow Your Law Firm, a podcast for managing and growing your legal practice. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Entrepreneurial Lawyer. I am your host, Dan Cuneo, along with the best co-host, the, the best. best, Sarah Tan Bates. <sighs> Sarah, Thanks. how are you? I'm good. I appreciate you the intro. Day? Yeah, it's not bad. It's yeah, better um, now. It's super hot. Do you think people are going to realize we're wearing the same clothes? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Are you? So, are you saying they're just not? They're they're not watching? No, they're or listening. They're just listening. They're okay. Just listen. They're zooming in on our faces. Yeah. Um, okay. I thought we could talk about something. Anything. It's. I'm struggling with this one. And I, I mean, I don't have a, a perfect takeaway solution on it, but I've read about it, I don't know, maybe seven, eight times now. And every time I read it, I don't get a lot of information on it. And really? I, I keep trying to go down the rabbit hole on Google and I oh, can't boy. find a whole heck of a lot. So I thought, hmm, maybe we could just banter about it and we could just share our thoughts. What is it? 24 7 available attorney. What, what comes to mind when I say that? Uh, a lot. <laughs> we, it could be. Am I sleeping? Uh, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so 24-7 could be misleading, right? Because really what I think how we you would want to present it would be you're just available to your clients. It's not as if you're on call just staring at a phone or a computer, right? I agree. But the 24-7 to me is like, I can walk into Walgreens at any time of the day, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and, and get what I want. So I, I'm with you on that. How does that how does that work? What does that look like? Is that misleading to no. clients or potential clients saying 24-7 available attorney? I, I think we'd have to set expectations. Yeah. And depending upon the size of the firm, maybe run in, in shifts oh, to shifts. make sure that there's proper coverage. Yeah. Or... One of our episodes, we were talking about automation. We we're talking about AI, depending upon what the questions are when they come in. See, I, I get the concept of people want responses immediately. I, I get mm -hmm. that. Um, people don't want to have to go through a long, drawn-out, grueling process. You know, They don't want to have to wait days and days and days to be able to talk to somebody. So my mind goes to, and I know you and I have talked a lot about a lot of these ideas I'm going to throw out there, but chat, right? I know that that's a big one we've dug into uh, offline, but the ability just to chat with somebody. I know you and I have talked a lot about just that on-demand type mm -hmm. of attorney, but to your point, it was a rotation of people. Um, I know there's websites out there where you can just ask a question to an attorney, but then I get into 24-7 or all of these different options to me make sense if you've already built that relationship. What happens if you haven't and it's just a potential client or they just have a question? Do you have to worry about conflicts? I mean, are there are there any other obstacles that need to be looked at before people just open themselves up to this? It would depend. I would say if it's just a general question, no. But if you're giving legal advice, you've got to be careful not just on ethics, but then on creating that attorney-client relationship right. too. Because what is in the mind of the potential client could be, oh, I'm creating this relationship, so then therefore this person is my attorney. Mm -hmm. But the attorney may be like, oh, well, I'm just answering a question. I had no intention of creating that attorney-client relationship. So what's a general question? Because isn't any question they're asking 
maybe related to something they're going through? It could be. I would say this. If someone asks, how does this affect me or here's my situation, what would you advise? Then I think you're really delving into getting into the specifics of the case. But if you're just given general advice as far as here's what the statute is or here's what the law is, or I see in this type of situation, I would highly recommend you schedule an appointment with me so we can discuss it further. Or if you're not an attorney, you're just fielding a call, that's a great question or that is that could be a potential issue. Maybe set up an appointment with one of our attorneys and they can talk to you about it further. Because then you're not creating that attorney-client relationship. You're just giving general advice. Like, it's something that they can find out on their own if they did their proper if research. If they research. So, yeah. you know, what is the legal requirement of a landlord to provide heat in the state of Missouri. I'm just pulling things out, but that would be more of a general type right. of question that yeah, could be answered. So. Okay. What about if it is this, this concept of 24 seven or just chat with an attorney, how would one navigate that if they start asking questions that are very specific to a state and an attorney is not licensed in that state? And that's a good point because we want to make sure that we're answering questions, providing service, but you also don't want to be in the situation to where you're dispensing legal advice in a state that you're not licensed in. Mm-hmm. And I always, when I give presentations, advise attorneys that if you're not licensed, make sure that the client knows that up front. Because you want the client to know, or the potential client, I should say, know that you're not licensed, but you're just answering a general question. Right. Because otherwise, they may take what you say as law and then act on it. Okay. It made me think of something else when you said that. So what if somebody walks away and they say, Dan gave me this advice as an attorney and Dan, you say, that is not what I said. Mm-hmm. Could you record it as long as both parties consent? And I know every state's a little different, but just to have that record. You could. It would depend on the state. So you're right. In some states are two-party consent, meaning mm-hmm. if I'm recording a conversation, I may have to say, Sarah, I'm recording this conversation. Mm-hmm. Or it could be a one-party state consent to where we could be having this conversation and I don't need to tell you because I'm one of the parties, so I'm going to consent to it. Right. And that would be by phone. Chat, I guess you would have the transcript record. Right. Huh. And text. Yeah. Or email if it's... Fascinating. But I, I, you just touched on something to where on the demand could be not just a phone call, but chat, but even more importantly, text. It's just so easy to get quick information from your phone. Right. Everything is going to, to cell phones these days. Everything. I mean, you can order, you may even be able to buy a, a house or a car on, from your, your phone. You can buy a car and they will I'm deliver it to your house. There See, you though, there you go. Brought it all together there. Huh. But I like the idea because you're not only talking about service, but it's more, okay, so how can we take this idea and how does it tie into entrepreneurship or attorneys? And it's really separating you from other firms that allows you to bring in additional clients. Yeah. Right? Because that's that's what's going to allow you to provide better service, but it's also going to say, okay, well, this firm is available 24-7 or has more availability or is... Uh, able to answer my question in a more timely manner. Do you think, when, when you say people on shifts, I know that uh, we've heard from other people that, that that for some people it just works. They maybe don't want to actually practice law anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a licensed attorney, of course, and, and speaking with potential clients or answering general questions, you know, that that is a form of practicing, but all they really want to do is go through maybe the intake process or just answer questions. But 
Do you think there are a lot of attorneys out there who say, you know what, I still want to practice law, but at the same time, I want to be in this situation where I'm like 24-7 or I'm in this chat situation and answering questions? And if they are that person doing both, I mean, in your mind, Dan, how do you find balance? Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you find balance, especially if you're just like, maybe maybe you're a solo. You know, maybe there's only two or three of you. What would that look like? If, if you're talking about on demand, I, I think we'd have to be careful as far as what does demand really mean? Mm-hmm. Does demand mean I'm going to call you now, Sarah, and you're going to pick up the phone? Because you may be in court or you may be in another meeting or you may be sleeping. Although I know you don't sleep a lot because you're always doing something. You're, you're, you work so hard, but that's why you're good at what you do. What he's but, saying is I get up really, really early, guys. <laughs> yeah, you you, uh, you nudge the rooster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I think it's really just setting expectations and, and not misleading. That's the other thing. If we're, if we're going to say we're 24-7, we really need to define what that is. Because is it really 24-7 or does that just mean you're, you have more availability? And what does demand mean? Right. Because that could be an ambiguous word. One could say demand means I want it right now. Right now. Right? Or one can say, okay, on demand means within a reasonable amount of time, but then what, what does reasonable mean? Mm-hmm. And, and in this day and age, what is reasonableness? I've seen just, again, digging around online, that if you find one of those sites where you can ask a question to an attorney, there's usually about a one to two hour window mm-hmm. for you to pick a time slot before that conversation actually takes place. And then you can pick. Do you want to do that via chat? Do you want to do it by phone? Do you want to do it, you know, by Zoom or Teams, whatever that might look like? But I agree. To me, it makes sense to have like a small window um, just to ensure there is, in fact, availability. Or you could have it to where they submit a question, right? And then you get something on your phone or an email. that A response. Right. And then you, once you're able to respond, you send it out. So tying in what you're saying within a reasonable amount of time, but... Maybe you're you're just waiting for you're in court, but you're waiting for your case to be called. You see an alert come through on your phone. Okay, I can answer this right away. So I think maybe what we're trying to say here, after talking through this a little bit more, is the need from the public is just quicker responses. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't necessarily actually have to be twenty four seven, but. Providing options to individuals where they can get a faster turnaround if they do just have a general question. May that be, what did we name here? Um, Chat, text, Mm -hmm. email, email, phone call. So there's a lot of options, but defining those expectations up front. Mm -hmm. uh, If you are, in fact, going to go with the 24-7 it, probably better to have a rotation because nobody can stay away <laughs> that long for too long. Um, but it, just providing more accessibility and more availability. And that's why I, I think you're you're so spot on right there. It is. It's availability. It's accessibility. Most clients will complain. I do not hear from my attorney. Right. And it's not just, oh, they're not returning my phone call. It's I just I have no idea what's going on or my attorney is always so busy. And if we can help alleviate some of those concerns or some of those perceptions and really stand out on the customer service side, you're going to really separate yourselves from other law firms. Yeah, that and makes sense. Time, bring on more clients and then the referrals. And you're just continuing growing your practice. But going back to the customer service, and of course, we can't get out from underneath practicing law. But that will come with, with the clients. Hmm. I'm going to keep my eye on this one. I, I This is one of those things where it could be breaking news that we are breaking today. We'll see. It also could be breaking news that we're wearing the same clothes. So <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. 
Um, all right. I this think is my we, favorite time. I, I think we should, should be in this tomorrow. I think we should watch this one. Let's watch it and see how it evolves. We'll keep our eye on it. Definitely. We'll keep our eye on it. We're, we're trendy. 24-7. Yes, we will. 24-7. Yeah. But we're always trying to stay on top of trends. Yeah. Okay. Good all right. topic. Well, thank you for watching and listening. This is The Entrepreneur Lawyer. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you for listening to The Entrepreneurial Lawyer, How to Grow Your Law Firm, presented by Lexicon. Lexicon is a legal software and services provider that enables lawyers to do what they do best, practice law. Tune in next time with our hosts and be sure to subscribe and leave your review on your preferred podcast streaming platform or by visiting lexiconservices.com.